mom of four, plant mama of seven, music lover with a banging playlist, and two left feet, entrepreneur of over 17 years, and though a professional, y'all, I'm still an around the way girl at heart, earthy, eclectic, free spirit, a few piercings, and a few tats, road trip lover, random as fuck. Mm, you fill in the blank. Living, learning, loving, praying, and laughing my way through this amazing adventure called life. And I am here to help you do the same. Hi, I'm Tiffany, and this is Life Unscripted. Welcome. Now, let's jump into this week's amazing episode created especially for you and yours. Hey guys, and thank you so much for joining us for another edition of the Life Unscripted Podcast. And I have some goodies for you today. We're going to have a great conversation with a very special guest, Catherine Honeycutt. She is from the Better Business Bureau of Eastern Carolina. She's going to be helping you guys today with some tips on how to make sure that your business is showing up in a way that even if it's a small business, you can still play with the big dogs. And we're going to talk about client experience and ways that we can wow our clients so that we can keep them coming back. And when they come back, bring their friends along with them. So with all that being said, I want to welcome you, Catherine, to the show today. Oh, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, I'm so excited for you to be here as well. I know you've got great information for us. And um, first, I want you just to um, introduce yourself and let us know a little bit more about what it is that you do and um, why is it that our listeners should listen to you today? What are you bringing to the table? Yeah, I love it. Well, first, um, I have to admit it's a little odd because I also host a podcast. So I actually have not been interviewed like this before. So it's my first time on someone else's podcast. So I'm really excited for that opportunity. But as you mentioned, I am part of Better Business Bureau serving Eastern North Carolina. I'm actually their communication specialist and do a lot of work to help be that liaison between business owners, consumers, um, just to help bridge that gap and help both of them, you know, interact in the marketplace and do so safely and with trust. And so that's kind of like, in a nutshell, like our, our mission and purpose, but on a personal level, I have always loved business and entrepreneurship. And so this has been a really fun experience to get to be so hands-on with the businesses that make up an area of the world that I live in. So it's really fun to get to meet all of them and provide resources to help grow their business um, or enhance their business so that consumers can find them. And so that's what I hope that I can offer some of your listeners today are just some of those tangible tips to help elevate your business to the next level um, and just help you better communicate. So you're reaching your target audience. Maybe you're reaching new audience members that you haven't before. So I'm really excited for it. Yes, um, I'm excited too to have you. You are just awesome all the way around. Mm -hmm. And um, so in the wake of the pandemic, 
a lot of people have then been kind of finding other ways to make sure that they are still putting food on the table. So they have decided, wow, I've been doing so-and-so or such-and-such so well, maybe I can turn this into my side hustle. Maybe I can kind of start a business with this and see where it goes. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of people that have now been entering the marketplace, um, competing for business. and, um, And I think it's a beautiful thing. In the wake of that, especially as we're going into um, a really busy shopping season of the year, um, we have people that um, are, they're, they're small, but they want to, you know, play on big stages. And I think that is just definitely doable. Um, I think it's all about presentation and um, how they present themselves and people will still want to invest and spend their dollars with them. But along the same lines, you guys uh, happen to be an agency where if they don't play nice, People come to you to you guys and they're like, hey, they weren't playing so nice with my money. You know, we don't want that to happen. And we know that you guys are far more than that as an agency, um, that you're not just a watchdog, that you're not just a disciplinarian, that you guys actually provide resources for small businesses. And so I thought you would be a great fit as we're entering into this major shopping season to kind of help people stay on the up and up. And so with that, um, you guys get lots of calls from people that are hustling people out of their money, who are running scams, who are doing things that um, are not so professional. And so we want to make sure that our listeners are uh, doing things in decency and in order. They've got it all their eyes, they've crossed out their D's because we want them to operate in excellence. And so um, the first thing that I want to um, ask you is, would you share for our listeners, our audience, what are three things, or if you have more than that or whatever, but tell us what can a, a small business do to operate in a way that they are um, not being seen as a hustler. They're, seen, they're being seen as a legitimate small business that's operating efficiently. Like what, what are some things they can do to make sure that their image is intact and that people see them as a professional that they do want to be seen as? Yeah, yeah. And and I love what you said about, you know, as we enter this holiday season, we're going to see businesses, you know, small businesses start to take on those larger markets. And um, we're, we're in a beautiful time where a lot of things have migrated online, a lot of people are shopping online. And so that really allows the small business to reach an audience that maybe is not in their backyard. They could be across the state, across the country, across the world. So it's a really exciting time. Um, But with that, you know, you mentioned consumers, you know, are going to be on alert for some of those scams out there. And we've seen on our end, just to kind of give a little perspective for your listeners, that online purchase scams are on the rise since the pandemic. So it is very, um, you know, something to be mindful of for those consumers. But as a business owner, there are things that you can do to help set yourself apart, um, to make yourself look trustworthy and to kind of prove to your audience, you know, that you are reliable, you are trustworthy. Um, one of those things, the first thing I would, I would recommend is register your business. It looks different no matter where you are. So you might, you know, based on the city that you're in or the state you're in, there may may be different requirements or different processes to go through to do this. Um, But essentially make sure your business is registered because then that's just another layer 
for your consumers to see that, okay, they've been verified, they're legitimate. Um, and then to kind of go along with that, ensure that you have an online presence. This is something that we've seen a lot of small businesses in particular struggle with during the pandemic because maybe their services and offerings or products have always been in person. They've never had social media. They've never had an online presence. And I would encourage those listening to consider your online presence beyond social media. I mean, think about what does your website look like? Is it, you know, accessible to your, your customers, potential customers? Is your site secure? Because these are all the things that consumers are encouraged to, to do and to avoid these scams. They're going to be looking for secure websites. They're going to be looking for, you know, listed businesses. So I would really encourage you to kind of take a pulse of what, what does your online presence look like for your business and see how you might, you know, if you need to establish that, you know, do that, or if you, if maybe you need to elevate it. So um, a big thing I would recommend are, are like reviews and complaints. Um, just making sure that you have that information out there makes you transparent and I know a lot of businesses are super scared of complaints and they don't want those, but it makes you transparent. It makes you seem more legitimate to your potential customer because they see that you're human. So um, that's something I would really recommend. And then the last thing is surround yourself with other great businesses that are doing well. Um, now this doesn't mean, you know, you're, you're hanging on to their coattails as they become successful, but it does mean find partnerships, find people who are doing something that, you know, maybe they're not your direct competitor, but they might be going after the same audience for services that you could kind of work together in. So for example, I'm all about examples. Uh, if you have a cleaning business, Try to find a, a cleaning product company that you believe in, that you um, maybe you use their products and you're like, wow, I, these products work. Let me see if I can partner with them. And you're both going after a similar group, but for different reasons, but it can further enhance your image to the public and help you really bolster yourself in that market um, to set you apart. You're providing a service and a product now. Um, and beyond that, you know, it's this mutually beneficial relationship that your two businesses now have. And I'm a big fan of constantly learning and the way to do that is surround yourself by people who challenge you and who, you know, have similar goals and want to help you reach yours. So those would be kind of my three things is to register your business, um, ensure you have that online presence, and then surround yourself with, you know, fellow business men and women. I think that those sound amazing. And I'm sure that our listeners will find value in that. Um, I think they were really simple, but they were very effective. Like they, they're, they're really simple things that I think some people overlook. They're so busy on providing the thing, the service the product. And I think we're missing some of these little, um, little tweaks that could really make a difference to set you apart, or at least to be able to have you um, be just as legitimate as your competitors. Um, yeah. And so 
as we're going into the, the you know, like I say, the busy shopping season and even beyond, it really doesn't matter about the season that we're in. One of my biggest things is being mindful about the client experience, the customer journey. Um, what is it that we're wanting to do to be able to wow them? Because um, they can easily go to someone else that provides a similar product or service. And so what are, what is, what are you doing to set yourself apart that mm -hmm. is going to make them feel important, to make them feel like they made the best decision when they invested their dollars into you and your company? So could you talk a little bit about um, ways that we can wow our client? How can we enhance the client experience so that our clients are wanting to come back again and again and bring somebody else with them when they do? Yeah, well, one thing I want to mention that I think will be a common thread throughout this entire conversation is um, if you're a business owner and you're trying to figure all these things out, um, you're also a consumer, whether you realize it or not. So think about the things that you like. So backing up, you know, to making your business look legitimate. Well, how do you identify a business as legitimate? Think about those things that matter to you and then take a pulse and see if your business is doing that. I would like to think that, you know, customer experience, client experience is the same way. You know, how do you like to be treated? Um, it's like the golden rule. I'm not going to get cliche with you guys. Treat others the way you want to be treated, but it, it has some weight to it. You know, um, as a consumer, we're all consumers, no matter who you are, we're all consumers in some degree. And so think about what are the things that are important to you. So a few things that I'll throw out. Um, I know for me personally, um, I like when businesses follow up with me. So if someone makes a purchase with you, think about, you know, how are you following up with them to see if they're happy to see, you know, and if they're not happy, okay, well, what went wrong in the process? And, and you can correct that along the way. But if you don't follow up, um, A, you know, the consumer may just keep on going and think, oh, no one ever does this, so it's fine. But B, if, if you don't and they're happy, well, now you've missed an opportunity for a testimony or um, to find out, you know, even just to find out what went right. Because oftentimes you quickly find out what went wrong, but we don't really get to hear as much what, when things go right. So, um, and then on the flip side, I would say that if you're not following up, then you as a business, you're missing out on that opportunity to build a lasting relationship. You know, you're, you're missing out on the opportunity to learn, you know, where things went good, where things went bad, but also to develop this relationship that with a consumer that will be long-term and not just a quick fix. So that I think for me is really important and could be that that's something anyone can implement, whether it's a follow-up email, a text message, a, a note in the box when you ship it, whatever it is, that's something that I think any business could implement, but it could have lasting impacts. Um, and then the next one I would say is be flexible because I know as a consumer, my, you know, preference might change. Look, I, I change things all the time. I probably change my clothes like three times a day. Cause I'm like, Oh, I want to wear sweatpants now. Nope. Want to wear jeans. Nope. Want to wear a dress. So we change our minds. Everybody does. Um, we don't eat the same thing three times a day because 
our preference changes. So I think it's really important for businesses to be flexible in that and know that, you know, if someone needs to return something or exchange something, you know, being flexible to a degree, because, you know, I, I do understand that to some extent you're limited in some cases of what you can, you know, exchange, return, what, what have you. So I get that, but I think a big thing is just be flexible to meet their needs. So notice, you know, check in with them and that it goes back to, if you're following up with them, you're going to know what they want and what they need, what they don't want anymore. And so don't feel like, I think a lot of people may go wrong if they think, okay, this is my business model that I've had for 20 years. I'm just going to keep doing the same thing, but people change. So think about how you can change and evolve with your clients. Otherwise they could go somewhere else. Um, so that's a big one. And then finally, I think probably the most important thing that can set you apart is make your customer experience just that an experience. Okay. So it doesn't matter if you're selling a product. Um, I know if you're doing a service, it might seem, oh, well, of course there's an experience with my service, but even if you have a product, whatever you're doing, make it an experience because then down the road, they're going to come back to you no matter what, because they want that experience. They might move away and still order from you because they want that experience. Or, you know, you might have to go up on your prices, but they're still going to pay because they want the experience you provide and only you can provide it. So, so I guess it's really a two-parter. Make it an experience, but make it your unique experience. So make it something that you do that no one else is doing, no one else can do. It's something you provide. And I think that could really set you apart, especially, I mean, you mentioned so many people are, are transitioning online. So many small, small businesses are really flooding the market. So you're having to find these unique ways to set yourself apart. And I think experience is huge, especially if you can't see people in person. Um, think outside the box. Think about, you know, when you're shipping something to them, do you put a little handwritten note in there? Do you maybe have a certain type of wrapping that you send? You know, just think about all those things that could be an experience, even when they open a package you ship to them, like it doesn't necessarily have to be in person. So those, those would be my three. Follow up with them, be flexible, and make your experience truly an experience. I'm so with you on that, that, you know, I hear people say a lot that there is fortune in the follow-up. You know, when people, when you take the time to follow up, you'd be surprised the relationship that you can build and establish with that particular client. And also they just feel like you care, you know? Um, and so it's so important because people do business with people. They don't do business with businesses, you mm -hmm. know? And so if they can feel like they're having that experience and they are, being treated as a person, not just another number, just another client or another customer, it really does say a lot and it, they do wanna come back. Um, and I like it when you talk about the packaging, people are doing now the unboxing videos online, you know, people are um, doing the things that 
um, they, they're, pre they're preparing the recipient, letting them know, you know, when you get this box, please record your unboxing online, you know, and they're getting these custom made packages and boxes created, you know, so that they are beautiful when they come in the mail. So these are some things that then set those particular brands apart. And so we do have to kind of up our game. Um, you may have to up the price to cover the fact that you're upping, upping your game because maybe that packaging is going to cost a little more. So you're going to have to charge a little more to cover that cost. Um, I know even going to the barbershop costs, you know, five or six dollars more now, but that's because they are now having to do extra things to sanitize between clients. And so they're passing that cost on to the clients. And I understand that, you know, years ago, what was it? It was like gas, you know, because gas is going up, prices of everything is going up. They're like, well, because fuel costs. I'm like, okay. So same thing here. Um, but lastly, as we wrap up, we've talked about how to look legit, you know, how to make sure you're straight, you know, you're not looking like you're a hustler, how to make sure we're taking care of our customers and we're creating those experiences that's going to make them want to come back. But if by chance you have this experience that didn't go so well um, and you've done all that you could do to make sure that a person's going to be satisfied and still they are not, what do you advise someone to do to still take care of an unsatisfied customer so that things do not escalate um, in a manner that wouldn't look good for your brand's image? So what do you do to resolve to satisfactorily resolve a client's issue um, so that it ends well for both parties. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's inevitable, right? You know, the longer you're in business, just wait for the shoe to drop. I mean, if you haven't had it happen, it's going to happen. Um, it's just kind of the way the world turns, so to speak. And I think it really begins before the complaint is even filed against you or, or there's an unhappy customer. And it really starts with being clear. So, you know, being clear about your expectations. And um, what I mean by that is, do you have a return or exchange policy? What is that? Is that clearly communicated with your, with your clients, with your customers? Um, because that way, when they come to you and they have an issue, then you're protected, but also they're protected because they in some way are either entitled to an exchange or return within a certain window or they're not. Um, and so it really just helps set the tone that you have this um, policy, wh whatever you want to call it in writing, which is also a really big thing. Um, just have it in writing and and make sure it's clear. I would also encourage if you can have a third party help you craft that language so that, you know, sometimes we get in things and we're in the thick of it and we don't really notice things that someone else might pick up on. So I, I would say the biggest thing is clarity up front because that can save you a lot of headache in the long run. Um, because again, it just has this common ground you can come back to and at least a starting point of, okay, I understand you had an issue. Here's kind of what our protocol is. Let's work through this together following this protocol. So be clear about that. I'll also mention because a lot of things are online right now, be clear about your return and exchange policy, but the process that your customer needs to go through to do that, because I think that's where a lot of customers, you know, 
something's gone wrong, they're unhappy, but then somewhere along this return or exchange process, they get frustrated because they don't know what they're supposed to do. Do I call? Do I email? Do I go to the store? How do I return this? Um, so be clear on that. So then you're also eliminating those frustrations up front. Um, and then this, the second thing I would say is um, keep record of everything, not to be, you know, this is me and, and this is you, but it just protects both parties. But it also allows you a record of, okay, this is what happened. Um, and I, and I don't just mean, let me clarify what you're keeping a record of, not just when someone complains like that you have that in writing, but when people make orders. So look at when they ordered something, when was it shipped to them? When did they receive it? Um, all those things. And then also, okay, someone filed a complaint. Let me attach that to this order, you know, digitally or however you have your records. So then you can just see the whole picture. That way you're not trying to piecemeal, he said, she said, but you have, okay, this is what went out. This is what our records show. This is where they were unhappy with it. Um, and, and you can kind of assess it from there, but that does protect you and the consumer. Um, and I really encourage you kind of, this is like a little bonus thing, um, that a bonus tip is just think that you're in this together, um, instead of being on one side or the other, because you're the business, you are providing the service or product that they need, but the consumer is buying your service or product. So you both need each other. And I think that is where um, we often fall short or we often forget that we are a team. Let's work together. Now, it doesn't always mean the client's always right, but it means that as a business, you're going to do whatever it takes to find resolution, whatever that looks like. Um, and then finally, I just want to reiterate the biggest one is just communicate because a lot of people fall short by ignoring things and I think that makes it worse so if someone comments on your social media this is a big thing and you just erase the post it could escalate <laughs> so I would say um, respond and uh, if they message you respond to that um, use your discretion because there are, you know, robots out there that randomly post things. So it may not be a real person, but, um, you have to use a little bit of your intuition there, but I would say, you know, try to be as transparent as possible. And, you know, it's unfortunate the time we live in, anybody can post anything they want and really not take responsibility for it. So, um, and beyond that, you may not even know who it is on the other side. So um, I think that that is very unfortunate, but as a business, you can take control of the situation by controlling how you react and how you respond. Because I know for me, if I see someone getting negative comments on their pages and the business writes back and says, I'm so sorry you were unhappy with this, um, please message us so we can help or whatnot, that immediately to me makes me feel good about their process, that they care about their customers, not just the ones who are paying and happy, but also the ones who are unhappy because they value that relationship. 
So those, those would kind of be my three things. Be clear upfront, keep a record of, you know, your communication and then just communicate in general. Um, Those are my three things. And I hope that those will help someone out in the future. (laughs) They definitely will. And I mean, communication is huge communication, not just verbally, but like you said, in writing. And so a huge takeaway for any small business is to have as much as you can in writing. And so um, a big thing to do along those lines is to have some sort of customer relationship management tool software, um, commonly in the business world called a CRM. Mm-hmm. Because then you can keep things documented when they opened up a proposal, when they signed on the proposal and the agreement, um, the payment plan, what the policies are. Um, and even if you're providing a product, you know, I mentioned before those unboxing videos, it's very important that we're documenting, oh, they were pleased. You know, they showed a pic- video, they were pleased. They went online and they did a thing. Oh my gosh, I received this thing and I love it, you know. Um, and so if the more you can get a customer to document that they are, you know, so then it kind of helps you to protect yourself as a business. If it was something that wasn't really a truthful complaint, you've received all this documentation along the way to show they did in fact receive this thing. They did say they loved it. I see them right here on this camera saying how much they love it. They've written in a million times. And then all of a sudden, you know, what happened? And it could be that they started off not liking it and maybe something changed or whatever. But the more that you can get things documented, the more it can help you um, on the business end, you know, because you have these things in writing. Um, And then, um, and that's for, product and service-based businesses. Because even with the service, I'm always, with my clients, I'm constantly telling them social proof is key. Like you must, 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 I don't care if you're selling a product or service, get those reviews. Always ask for reviews. Always ask for photos of of the client, please with the thing, the product, the whatever it is, you know. Um, Just continue to get that because that helps build your credibility as a great brand so that others would want to come and work with you or purchase your products or services. And it also helps, you know, just to establish that this person was like, you know, what happened, you know, what, what happened. So anyway, that being said, I think that's awesome. Um, Catherine, I just think you're awesome. I appreciate your time that you took to chat today. Um, Would you please let them know how can they find you? Like what are some channels they can follow you on or ways they can communicate with you if they have any additional questions or just want to take a listen to your show? Yeah, I love it. Well, it's been a pleasure to be on and I just want to leave with you all, you know, regardless of, of all these tips, I know we've thrown a lot at you. I think the biggest thing is just, you know, put yourself in someone else's shoes when you're making these decisions. Um, if you're a consumer, think about the business owner, think about what they need from you, whether it's a review or or whatnot feedback. And as a business, think about what the consumer wants. It's a little easier because you are a consumer. So think about what you want is the biggest advice I can give. Um, but please reach out if you have any thoughts or questions. I'm here to help. You can reach me directly at my email. It is choneycut at raleigh.bbb.org. 
or check out our Instagram for BBB. It's at BBB Eastern NC. And we also have a podcast that is called Brunch with BBB, which you can search wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, et cetera. Um, Reach out, let us know what you think about it. And um, I really hope that some of the things I was able to share today can really help you um, grow your business and expand your reach. Absolutely. I I know that it's going to help somebody. And so I'm just so excited for everyone to hear you guys. I want you to share this as well with your other small business pals, um, because I know it's going to definitely be a blessing to those who take a listen. So thank you so much, Catherine. And I hope that you have a great remainder of your day. And guys, you do the same. I appreciate you all tuning in every week and uh, come back again next week for some more goodies we've had for you there. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's another amazing episode in the books. I appreciate you stopping by and listening because I do this for you. Now, it's your turn to join the conversation. Please weigh in on this episode by visiting organizedenergy.co backslash podcast and do two things. One, leave a written or audio comment or questions regarding today's conversation. And two, let your voice be heard by casting your vote in this week's poll based on this episode. And now that we're family, let's stay connected. Still go to that same link, organizedenergy.co backslash podcast and join my Love Shine community. Why love shine? Because it's all about love and it's all about light over here at the Life Unscripted Podcast. Or you can find me on your own simply by visiting Facebook. You'll go to Organized Energy Consulting, find our community and groups, and then join the Life Unscripted Podcast after party. Also on Instagram, find me at Life Unscripted Podcast. On Twitter, it's Life Unscripted P. And show a little love by sharing this episode with a friend or two or three. Speaking of showing love, before I get out of here, I got to remind you of something. I want you to always remember that self-love is one of the best forms of love. Because no matter who comes, who goes, no matter who chooses you, who doesn't, who forgives you and who doesn't, who values you and who doesn't, So long as you choose you and you love you and you see value in you and you take time each and every day to celebrate yourself. Take time right now and write this love note to yourself. And not only do I want you to write it daily, but I want you to recite it daily in the mirror. Repeat after me. So you say your name and I'm going to say mine. Dear Tiffany, I love you. I forgive you. I accept you. I choose you. You have worth. You have purpose. You have value. You matter to me. And you matter to God. My words, my thoughts, my decisions today will prove this. Tiffany You're already winning. You are already blessed. Keep going. Do not give up because the very best 
is yet to come. All right, love shines. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Time is a commodity and once it's spent, we can never get it back. So I truly appreciate you spending just a little bit of yours with little old me. That's a wrap until next time. I want you to know that I love you. I'm praying for you and I want nothing but blessings, love and light for you and yours. Have a great week, guys. Hi, do you feel like you have way too much on your plate to get accomplished and very little time to get it all done? Is anxiety like on 1000 right now? Take a deep breath and woosah and then reach out to me because I am a trusted confidant and accountability partner and I can help you master time management and work-life balance as a professional. And because I specialize in helping to develop brands and the professionals behind them, I could also help you with your small business. So whether you're still in the conceptual stages of the business or you're trying to figure out exactly how to launch, how to brand it, how to market it, how to look good and how to operate efficiently so that you're working smarter and not harder, I'm still your girl. For more information about how I can help you, find me at organizedenergy.co where I am helping to develop brands and the professionals behind them.